Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of VeloSoul on social media. You're listening to Soul of the 50 podcast on Soul Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. Soul Organized Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us again on Soul Organized Style for Soul Over 50. So the 50 intersects with all communities. This podcast that we're going to have with Wendy right now is all about, okay, she's written quite a few beginner guides. And so I think it's really important that if you're starting out new, that someone like Wendy, who's taught people and has been in the textile industry, gives us some ideas on how to go about developing our sewing practice. It's great to have you here, Wendy. Hi, Maria. Thanks for having me. It's really nice to talk to you. It's like, yeah, deja vu, right? (laughs) A lot of people will already know Wendy through her books, their beginner guides. And so I wanted to flesh out with Wendy some of the ways. Okay, so the situation I see is that a lot of people are new to sewing right now because they've They've just had to go through making masks and this might be their first experience at sewing and now they want to start developing their sewing practice. What advice would you give them? So what I say to all of my students when they first start to sew is my kind of key bits of advice are to make something that you're really motivated by. I don't think really there's a much point in making clothing that is not the kind of thing that you're going to wear because where's the motivation to finish it? And also to not to be ambitious but not be over-ambitious and to start at the beginning and to start with something fairly simple, fairly quick and easy something that doesn't involve a lot of fitting. So it's not a very, very fitted style. Yeah, something like a loose fitting top, a simple skirt, a kind of easy sort of throw on jacket, cardigan, easy loose fitting, sort of baggy loose wide leg trousers. Something that you're going to be happy with the finished results and you're not going to spend hours trying to get to fit you perfectly are elastic elasticated waistbands a friend of people who are just starting to sew I say yes but I can also hear lots of people going oh no I don't want to wear elasticated waist (laughs) but before you tune out there are ways to make an elasticated waist garment look good and not look like you've just stepped into a paper bag there are different ways of applying elastic that can give a a more flattering fit around your waist and not end up with loads excessive amounts of bunched up fabric so you can apply your elastic as a facing you can thread it loose into a channel but you can also stitch it into a channel so yeah I think elasticated waist probably conjures up an image in a lot of people's minds but there's a a few different ways of doing it I've worked through a couple of the patterns in your beginner's guide to sewing with knitted fabrics 
And I must say that the way you structure the book and the learning in those books, and I've, I've signed for many years, I've found it really refreshing. Oh, thank you, Maria. That's really nice to hear. And look, the reason is that at the beginning of the book, you know, you talk through the basics, but then you show people the basic construction techniques. And when I finally got to, you know, cut the pattern out, did the techniques that you've got in there, in my mind, it actually verified that I was doing the right thing. Oh, that's great to hear. And I think, thank you for saying that. And I think a lot of it comes from teaching. I think you can easily spot a book that's been written by someone that has actually taught people. You know, when I first started teaching people how to sew, a lot of things surprised me that people would struggle with. And I think until you experience that yourself as a teacher with a group of people, they're things you can't really anticipate, like how to get the machine starting sewing without it getting in a great big tangle, how to mark things out on fabric really accurately, how to make sure you're placing the pattern accurately on the fabric, how to control the fabric while you're sewing a seam and get the seam allowance right and make sure both bits of fabric match up when you've got to the end of the seam. The really, really basic fundamentals that as soon as you've been sewing for a little while, unless you teach, you take all that for granted because that's how we learn. That's how we learn practical skills. We repeat stuff. It becomes muscle memory so that that then enables us to learn new stuff. And we do the stuff we've already learned almost without thinking about it. That's one of the things I really enjoy about teaching as well, actually, that it, it forces me to reevaluate and really look at what I do and how I do it. What's the next step then, Wendy? Yes. Well, actually, another good bit of advice that I have used a lot in classes, and a lot of students do it naturally, but a lot of people don't like to do it, is repeating. You know, you've had a go at that first garment, taking on board some of the things that maybe I suggested about something that you're going to want to wear, something that's quick and relatively easy to fit. I think to kind of consolidate and really make learning really sink in is repetition. Right. So that's why I think it's even better to find a style that is something that you really want to wear because then, great, you're going to want to make another one. So you can reinforce that learning that you made with the first one. Maybe something went not quite right. You struggled a little bit with part of it another fabric maybe the same fabric in a different color different print maybe a different fabric to have a bit of a challenge with working with a different type of fabric repeat it repeat it and that's a really good way of learning because also every fabric handles a bit differently yeah so making the same garment but in say a lightweight denim but then making the same thing in say Ponte Roma, you're going to have completely different challenges, technical challenges with each of them fabrics. You're going to have to set your machine up slightly differently. You're going to have to cut them out slightly differently, different considerations to make. You'll, you'll have to handle the fabric a little bit differently. The fit might be a bit different as well. So I think that's a, a much overlooked tactic for 
people that are starting out sewing as well. And when people are starting out sewing, um, assuming that you teach them how to measure themselves when they're mm-hmm. first starting out, what are some of the, what's a tip that you could give to a new sewer when they're starting to learn how to choose sizes for patterns for themselves? This is an area that <laughs> whenever I teach an actual in-person class, this is the subject where, yeah, I can go off on a tangent and have a bit of a rant for ages. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> because I think especially with women, sizing, it's just such a minefield. Most of us can be quite sensitive about our bodies and and what size we are we're so used to shopping for clothes and being disempowered by the fashion industry and told what size we are and told this is your label for your size and yeah I, I meet a lot of women that are really conditioned by that and you know insist that they are a size whatever and trying to kind of get out of that mindset it's quite difficult and but I just think if you can manage it it's really quite liberating because it's far better far more freeing to know what your body measures than to have a global company telling you what they call someone of your measurements so yeah I really do kind of get on my high horse a bit about that in classes so I just think it's the most important shift in mindset that you can make when you start to sew and I think it's another thing that is really empowering about sewing that you're breaking out of that I am a size 12 14 16 18 whatever you're not you're your size you're your measurements and clothes need to fit you you don't need to fit the clothes and that's what sewing enables you to do I mean we've all had that awful experience haven't we in a, in a fitting room where we think oh yeah I'm a size whatever pick it off the rail take it into the fitting room and try it on and it looks awful or we can't do the zip and then we feel bad about ourselves and yeah I I hate that I've had experiences trying to put jeans on that don't get past my thighs. Yeah. But I always yeah. make an adjustment for my thighs, right? When I make my own jeans. So I, I always look good in them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And feel good in them rather than thinking, oh, well, I, I am that size. I'll squeeze myself into it and, and feel awful and uncomfortable. We'll go back to, you know, your teaching experience. When you're teaching people pattern ease, Is that something that is a difficult thing to pick up when you're starting to sew? I think so, yeah. I think a lot of patterns that you can get now are definitely vastly improving on that. And I'd say probably most modern patterns that you can get now explain that or give you the information quite explicitly somewhere on on the outside of the pattern. But it is quite a difficult concept to get across to people at the beginning sometimes. So when you check the measurements for the given size, be that 12, 14, 16, whatever, when you're checking those measurements on the envelope, yes, they should match your, as close as possible, they need to, they need to match your body measurements. 
but that's not the size that the garment's going to turn out because if it did it would fit you skin tight so yeah pattern ease is that extra that's built into the pattern for the garment to then fit you comfortably and for you to have room to move around but people new to sewing it's an easy concept but it's kind of a difficult concept to explain and it takes a while and it it feels like a lot of technical information right at the start true one of the easiest things that I do is I'll pick a pattern based on what the measurements are and then I'll check what it is on the actual pattern and then I'll get the tape measure and actually wrap it around that part of me and see how how tight or how loose it is and then yeah guesstimate how much I need to add or take out and that's as simple as it gets for me well that's the perfect way to do it isn't it because then it's the most it's going to be the most accurate way to do it because yeah you can physically see feel what you're making Mm. good tip thanks Wendy (laughs) are there any other uh, pieces of advice you give to people who are coming to your classes and who are new to sewing that we haven't covered I'd say I suppose one would be about fabric. I think when people first start to sew, it's hard to see fabric as clothing and something you're going to wear. I see a lot of people just being very seduced by a novelty print or some colour or a print that they've seen all over social media or something, rather than thinking, actually would I actually wear something like that? Would it go with the other clothes in my wardrobe? So that'd be the first thing is seeing fabric as something you want to wear rather than just an abstract thing. And then I suppose the other thing is in equipment and just investing in the best kind of equipment that you can. Again, not being seduced by special offers in supermarkets and things like that and you know I totally appreciate that everyone's on different budgets but I think a sort of rotten pair of scissors aren't going to be much fun to use and a sewing machine that is not the nicest sewing machine that tangles up regularly that clatters that is noisy is not going to be a pleasure to sew with and it can be quite off-putting people that are just starting out because they'll probably blame themselves and assume it's them that's doing something wrong when often it might just be the equipment so I'd say particularly on sewing machines go for a a recognized brand and if you're buying one new try and go to a specialist retailer where you'll be able to try machines out the staff in the shop will be knowledgeable they'll be able to guide you based on your budget and what sort of things you want to be able to sew and if you have problems with it once you've got it often you'll be able to take it back to the shop and they'll be able to show you how to fix it or you know how to do something better yeah buying cheap sewing machines in supermarkets it's just yeah please don't do it or look for you know recognize brands secondhand there's always secondhand and often barely used sewing machines around. Because there'll always be someone who's bought a brand new machine and they've kept it in the box for years and never used it. So when they end up on resale somewhere, take a good look at them. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. They're always around. Well, 
Wendy, thank you for taking us through basic advice you give people who are new to sewing. I think it's going to put them in a good position to make good decisions when it comes to developing their sewing practice. It's nice to reach new people and it's nice to have the opportunity to chat. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. It's been a really interesting chat. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And have a lovely day, listeners. Thank you. Bye. This episode of Soul Organised Style Podcast for So Over 50 was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Wendy Ward, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Give us a five-star rating and review and support this podcast via our Patreon account. We've published over 270 free podcasts to ensure you have your same friends with you to keep you company while you sew in isolation. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast website at www.soorganizedstyle.com or on our Instagram account, style, or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.